session of Winning Words, where we speak life to influence others. This is Ross Gelseth, your host, and thank you for your faithfulness to our listening audience, to our podcast series, all of which can be found on our gelsethassociates.com website. Today, I want to talk about nonprofit board effectiveness. Much of the world is affected every day by nonprofit organizations. Nonprofit organizations have a mission, and that mission is enhanced by its leadership. The mission is accomplished by its leadership. And there are two areas of leadership within nonprofit organizations. There's the executive team led by the executive director, the president, the CEO, the chairman, whatever the title might be. That person is involved in the day-to-day efforts to accomplish the mission with the staff that they have hired to help do the work, so to speak, to accomplish the mission. The other group is the group we're going to speak about today. And that is the nonprofit board. Now, some of you in my listening audience are thinking, well, I'm not on a nonprofit board. But this can help you in your understanding of how nonprofits function effectively. And for those of you that are a part of a nonprofit, this will enhance your awareness of the board's role and responsibility. But also, this will help board members who are listening as a part of that population, people who serve on nonprofit boards. The first thing I want to speak to in terms of nonprofit board effectiveness is does the nonprofit have an effective governance model? In other words, a governance model are the policies and procedures that the organization uses to guide its decision-making, to administer policy, create and evaluate process, and ultimately accomplish its mission on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't just all of a sudden happen. Governance becomes the guideposts as to how the organization functions. Governance also gives direction to the board, a group of volunteers, quite typically, who work alongside of the executive team to not only govern the organization, but to create its path, create its future, create its plan, and help fund the organization. So governance is a key part of effective nonprofit board effectiveness. No question about it. Governance. And in areas where there is policy needed and policy gets developed from time to time within the nonprofit world, that policy becomes a part of the governance of the organization. So, First and foremost, so important to have a solid governance model. The second aspect is 
a board for a nonprofit may consist of five members, may consist of seven, nine, eleven, whatever the number might be that the organization feels it needs to accomplish the board's work. Now, you notice that most all the numbers I gave you, five, seven, nine, eleven, are odd numbers. And the reason for that is in the case of a close vote on an issue, on an agenda item, and that is that number would be able to break a tie because it's an odd number. But in terms of board member development, one of the keys is obviously there's three phases to board member development. One is recruitment of quality people. And that really becomes a function of somebody on a committee who's in charge with pursuing quality people to be board members. So there's the recruiting aspect. The second part of board member development is the orientation for new board members. So important that there's an effective orientation process whereby which new board members can learn, learn about the organization, learn about the board's work, and learn about the strategic plan, which we'll talk more about, for the organization so they know where the organization is headed. Board member orientation done well allows the board to operate with all cylinders hitting, so to speak. Think this thought. If you have a nine-member board, and quite typically members rotate off the board, other members rotate on. New people replace the ones that rotated off. Well, orientation done poorly means that quite likely, let's say that two new people rotated off. Two, two rotated off, two rotated on. Those new people will not be effective for some time if they are not given and go through in a and, and well-organized well put together orientation process. Well done, the nonprofit board will operate with nine members. Ultimately, every cylinder hitting, so to speak, because of the orientation program. The third phase of board member development is evaluation. Nonprofit boards need effective evaluation plans. And those evaluations are evaluations of the board. Is the board focused on strategic plan? Is the board focused on committee development, whereby which the work can be done in committee at a greater depth, so to speak, than full board involvement? Is the board helping focus on the provision and on policy and process and all the things that are needed, so to speak? So... All of those are a function of the board member development process. Another key aspect of an effective nonprofit is that that nonprofit has a strategic plan. And that strategic plan is done such that everyone in the organization knows where that organization is headed. It has a vision for its future and it has a plan, quite typically called strategic plan, 
of three to five years, whereby which that strategic plan is a roadmap, so to speak, as to the organization's path moving forward. Key terminology, moving forward. Neutral is not progress. Reverse is the opposite of forward. A nonprofit organization accomplishing its mission, aligned with a strategic plan, all oars are in the water, so to speak. And when all oars are in the water, then the combination of an effective board, an effective CEO, an effective group of employees, all the oars are rowing. Row the boat, as P.J. Fleck, head football coach at the University of Minnesota says. Row the boat. Well, row the boat means that we all row together. A strategic plan, well-crafted, well-implemented, and well-followed with discipline, provides a path that everyone in the organization knows where that nonprofit is going, how it's going to accomplish its future, how it's going to get through challenges in the future. So a strategic plan is a key part of nonprofit board effectiveness. If you serve on a nonprofit board and that organization does not have a current strategic plan that's being followed, or if it has a strategic plan but it's not being followed, You need a course correction. You need to get that plan off the shelf and evaluate it and implement it. And or you need to create a new one. A plan is of the utmost importance for nonprofit organizations and for their boards. Another key part of an effective nonprofit board is their evaluation of their CEO the evaluation of their chairman, the evaluation of the executive director, whatever the title that the leader has, the paid staff, that evaluation is the responsibility of the board. And this is an area that many nonprofit boards need more attention to. I've served on significant number of nonprofit boards. I've spoken to boards And in that process, I've come to realize that a lot of nonprofit boards could use additional help in terms of evaluating its leader. Because as they evaluate the leader, the rest of the organization that comes to work every day, they are working ultimately not for the board. They are working at the review of That leader, that president, that chairman, that executive director, that CEO. And that leader needs to know how they are doing. So an effective evaluation process, an effective evaluation instrument, and then an effective evaluation communication is so important. And tied to that should be compensation for the leader. An organization, a nonprofit that is doing very well needs to make sure that they are compensating their leadership well. If they are not, it will not be too long until somebody else will. Good people are wanted by a significant number of organizations. So 
Effective nonprofit boards have an effective way of evaluating their leader. Another area that I mentioned briefly is policy development. Policy is the friend of the organization. Policy is the friend of the board. Policy is the friend of the CEO. Policy is the friend of the employees. And policy development is a function of leadership. If, for example, the day-to-day operation of a nonprofit, the staff, the leader, sense that, you know what, we need policy in this area. Well, that policy then gets communicated, that need for policy, the crafting of the verbiage, the crafting of the policy, that gets done and presented to the board for the board's awareness, the board's study, and ultimately the board's vote on adopting the policy. And once adopted by the board, then it's the leader's responsibility to implement the policy. And this is where policy is a friend. As soon as there's effective policy created, it gives one more guideline, one more roadmap, one more fence, so to speak, whereby the employees, the volunteers that come to the organization every day to serve, And lots of nonprofits depend upon volunteers. Well, volunteers need policy. And that policy consists of everything from communication to who is allowed to uh, use a company vehicle to what age of person are you serving and who's supervising. And all those things are so important. Let me move on. Another key, which is another P, is provision. The nonprofit board is responsible for the provision of the resources needed to effectively accomplish the mission. Provision includes approval of the budget. Quite typically in the nonprofit world, the leadership team, including the business office, creates a budget for the upcoming year, showing the anticipated income where that income is coming from, how much is coming from various areas, along with projected expenses. Typically, the single largest expense is going to be in the area of payroll for staff. All other expenses and that projected budget, the responsibility of the organization is to have their board approve what we call a balanced budget, meaning income offsets expenses. Otherwise, adjustments have to be made And it's tougher to increase income than it is to make some cuts on the expense side. Bottom line, provision includes the board voting to adopt a balanced budget. And then the staff, under the leadership of their CEO, chairman, president, executive director, whatever the title is, they work with that budget on a day-to-day, month-by-month basis. So provision includes budget, annual budget. Another area of provision is capital, meaning capital equipment, facility, capital projects for improving facility, site acquisition if you need more property, 
the means by which an organization does what it does, capital improvements, capital projects, how that comes to pass, does that include a campaign to raise money? Does that mean borrowing money? Whatever the case might be, capital is of the utmost importance in terms of an organization accomplished. Take, for example, a YMCA. A YMCA serves families in a community. It needs facilities to do so. It needs equipment within those facilities. And so part of a nonprofit board work for a YMCA or YWCA is to provide capital improvements that will better enhance the delivery of services. So that's the second provision. A third provision, in addition to budget and capital, can be endowment. If a nonprofit organization has endowment, meaning long-term funds from which interest income can be spent per policy, that means that the organization under the leadership of the board is going to conduct periodically endowment campaigns where they're raising money from people who support their mission simply to put that money into investment and not spending the asset value, but instead spending the earned income off it only. So we protect the asset. We spend each year the amount that comes from investment returns. And again, there are policies related to that. So three areas of provision that the board is responsible for. Budget, capital, capital improvement related projects, and potentially endowment. Another key part of nonprofit board effectiveness is affiliations. Organizations and boards that oversee and guide nonprofits can best learn from others. And that is through the process of affiliation. In my 26 years as the head of a Christian school, we gained a great deal in learning through affiliations. Organizations that were made up of like-minded Christian schools, and this is true of almost every type of nonprofit there is. There's affiliations on a local level, on a regional level, on a national level that feed their members. Those memberships are so, so important because the nonprofit and its board gains wisdom, insight from experience and from others who's doing it well and lean on those people. And quite typically, here's what I found. Within the nonprofit community, people are very willing to share information on best practices and how they accomplished a given work in a community, how they were able to raise the money for a certain project, and how they're better serving their, their, their clients or their communities with the services they provide. So affiliations are so important. And one of the byproducts of being a part of an affiliation is board members can see in the mirror, so to speak, how their nonprofit is doing compared to others. So they can evaluate their own organization simply by learning and being a part of some other nonprofit's work as well. So there's great learning opportunity. 
a key part of nonprofit board effectiveness is what I call an advancing meeting agenda. So think this thought. Board is a group of people who come together for quarterly, monthly, whatever the case might be, whatever the pattern is, meetings. And those meetings, well prepared for, include the creation of a, what I call an advancing boardroom agenda. So let's say that the agenda has nine items on it. The board members are sent that agenda in advance of the meeting. They come prepared knowing that which items are going to be discussion, which items are going to have input from a committee that will give a report, which items need a vote, which items will be voted on maybe two meetings from now, so to speak. In other words, it's coming, but the initial conversation is now at this meeting. The point is, in creating meeting agendas, the person who does so, which is typically a partnership between the leader of the organization representing staff and the board chair. The two of them get together in process and create meeting agendas. Well, the question that the head of the organization and the president need to ask themselves, if they look at those nine items on the agenda, are these items simply report on the past of what's happened? Or are these items on the agenda forward-thinking, advancing, advancing the organization, strengthening the work, providing a better opportunity for the organization moving forward? So asking the question, are the meeting agendas calling for advancement? So a key part of board effectiveness is simply, are the meeting agendas forward-thinking? Are they advancing the organization? If they're simply reports, you can get reports electronically. You don't need a meeting. But my, in my opinion, an advancing agenda is one of the keys to board effectiveness and organizational effectiveness. The last thing that I would touch on is this, and that is, the effective nonprofit board is consistently evaluating how it's doing as a board. It's studying all the reports related to the provision, how the budget's doing, evaluations, policy development, strategic plan, the board member development itself. But with that, the effective nonprofit board is consistently looking at next steps. Where are we headed? What are our next steps? And again, next steps mean we're stepping forward. The organization is moving forward. We're not stuck in neutral. We are advancing. When board members leave the boardroom after a meeting, well done, they should feel as though they have prepared, better prepared, the nonprofit organization to do even better and more significant work in the community. So this conversation, while it may not be for everybody, I know it's for somebody. 
And there's some things here that thy listening audience can apply to where they are in life. Someday you may have the opportunity to serve on a nonprofit board. And I would say this to you. Serving on a nonprofit board is a blessing. To be a part of an organization that's doing great things for people in the community, providing services that are so necessary. Our culture in our country, the United States of America, so much depends on the nonprofit world, the nonprofit organization for services. If you look at your week and you look at all of your touch points, I would venture to say a significant amount of your touch points are related to nonprofit services that you can receive, you can be a part of. So I hope this has been helpful for my listening audience, for people who serve on boards, for people who work in organizations that are nonprofit and are governed by a board. It's all good. So once again, thanks so very much for listening in to this conversation about nonprofit board effectiveness. We always want to speak to the encouragement, effectiveness, meaning the nonprofit board is effective. It's excellent at what it does. It's accomplishing the mission along with the leadership and the staff, the volunteers. So thanks again for listening in. Again, all of our podcasts, we're approaching 50 podcasts that we've done in the past two years. They're all on our website, jelsonassociates.com. There's information about my book, Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. Again, this is Ross Jelset. Thanks for being with us and have a great week ahead.